Brought to you from the Badlands of Texas, you're listening or you're watching Midnight Radio 360 degrees around the whole circumference of the earth, all the way into the earbuds in your ears. That's right. I am Jerry Adams. How are you doing, Fruit Loops? You guys are all right, I suppose. I hope you have something cool to drink. I'm sitting on some ice packs right now, so I'm still waiting for my air conditioner to be fixed. But damn, I'm going to love that electric bill. And I don't know how our ancestors used to do it. All right, what are we going to talk about tonight, everybody? Uh, I think the the name of this show might be just a little bit misdirecting. Uh, it says one suspect or more. We all know that one suspect is all that the police let us know about or, or, or talked about, but follow me here. This is what I'm talking about, and this is why I want to talk about this. There's a lot of people out out here that don't believe the things that the police department, the FBI have been releasing about this because of the way it's been so manipulated and controlled. I've never seen anything manipulated and controlled about this. For example, them telling us that, oh, well, this is still being prosecuted, so we're not letting any information. That's the way it is. Bullshit. We all watch the news every night. We know that if somebody gets shot in the morning, by the afternoon, we know who it was, what they had for breakfast, and the trial is still pending. We all know that we get the information before the actual trial a lot more than we did. So perhaps some people are uh, making this up, not making it up. I'm talking about the ones that actually believe different things. For example, there's nothing better than this comment I got from our last show. And the comment is this. All right. It says, and I'm not showing this to you on the screen, but it's a very good comment. And it's from, I'll give him a shout out, Chris Inman. It's a very well-spoken comment. What exactly does Cole Packer have to do with this case with Koberger? There's been no physical or psychological evidence submitted that there was any connection, none whatsoever, even that they know one another on an associative level. There's no, no information about that. That was my honest question here. Yes, you certainly have every right to discuss that which you wish to. I'm in no way suggesting here that you don't. After all, I'm here simply reviewing the narrative and responses in order to learn others' perspectives or perceptions and perspectives rather than condemn them for having such, but I... Will offer that. I'm quite knowledgeable concerning the analysis of crimes such as this. So please don't take what I've said negatively or that I'm here to troll your channel. I'm here to educate and direct. Okay. This is the exact reason I'm talking about this. I have been going over this case since day one. Um, not only this case, but after we finish talking about this tonight, for example, I've got some other crimes that we're going to talk about because I look at all the crimes across the United States daily and talk about them. And I was doing that one, one afternoon or actually one morning at 6 a.m. And this is what I came across. And I've been on it ever since for many different reasons. I know you have too, but Brent Kolpaka, a lot of people think that he is involved. I'm not saying he's not. I'm not saying he is. I'm saying a lot of people are saying he's involved and they go over the reasons that they think he's involved. That's what I want to do. That's what I want to look at. That's what we do here at Midnight Radio. We call them WAS, 
Uh, WAS stands for a wild ass speculation. And there's a lot of wild asses out there speculating and also wild ass theories. There's a lot of wild ass theories. And I want to know what that's all about. I looked at Cole Packer when it first came up and when he took his own life. And uh, I was looking for connections. I looked and looked and I did not see any. That doesn't mean they're not there. So those people that are diehard believers that he is involved, I want to talk to you. I want to know what you think. And I want to know why. And I'm not here to convince you otherwise. I'm just here to simply listen. I'm here to document. I'll put a pin in it. And when it comes to trial, we'll pull it out and look at it. And you can come back here and look at what you said, and I will too, and think, wow, well, that was right, or man, that wasn't right at all. That was way off. So maybe you can reframe, reframe the way you think from now on, and I'll reframe the way I think, giving this information. It is a valuable asset, a valuable tool to be able to come here and freely speak and talk about these different things. We do have rules to the chat room, and basically it is be respectful. That is it. Also, for those of you that don't know, do not talk in all caps. I don't like it. Our our mods don't like it. If you do that, then your comment will be deleted. You won't be banned, but your comment will be deleted until you speak in regular tone. All caps means you're yelling or you're trying to draw attention to yourself. This isn't about me, all right? This show's not even about me, and it's my show. This is about the things that are going on. This is about you talking about them, not about me. This show is a conversation about you, and if you haven't yet, go ahead and subscribe. Hit that bell so you can join in that conversation whenever we go live, and you are going to want to. What are we talking about tonight? I'm going to bring Laura in. She's our expert for, from Ireland, and we're going to talk about these things, and we're going to look at the evidence of what people are saying. We're also going to open up the phone lines to talk to you. I want to know what you think about Emma Bailey. I want to know all the information that you've gone over. In regards to Brent, we're going to go over this tonight. Tonight is a night. The phone lines will be open very shortly, and that is what we're going to do tonight. Like I said, hit that like button. That helps this information get pushed out there. Go ahead and subscribe so you can join in the conversation. And like I said, you are going to want to. Let me tell you this. Before we go into this, and we're about to jump in it with both feet. You remember Enan Harsh? He's going to be here on Monday. Let me let me check the time on that. Do we have a time that Enan is going to be here on Monday, Enan Harsh? And I'll go ahead and tell him why. Looking at the comment section. I believe it's 4 p.m. We're going to put a, you know, a live... We're going to get a live ready for that, and you're going to see the thumbnail. But Enan Harsh is going to be here on Monday for the Enan Harsh dating game. That's right. There's three ladies. We're going to go up against Enan Harsh in a dating style game. And at the end of it, we'll find out who he dates. But not just three, but four. We're going to have a special viewer from the audience that's going to be able to join the game. That is Monday at 4 p.m. 6 p.m. Central Time. Holy smokes! All right. So 6 p.m. Monday. Go ahead. And subscribe and hit that like button for this, but subscribe and hit that bell because there's an Enan Harsh game right here. He's going to be here 
And we're going to have a dating game for Enon Harsh. The Enon Harsh dating game. There'll be one winner. There shall be only one on Monday on Midnight Radio. So go ahead and subscribe if you haven't already. All right, Laura, are you in the audience? And if you're not, I don't see her. Laura, what are you doing? Let me go ahead and pull up my back channel. Guys, if you're a member, and I just saw that Annabelle Stealth just became a member, then you can join our Discord if you're a midnight or above. I got sweat in my eye. Hold on. Oh, my God. I'm sitting on some bricks of ice, but I need some for my face. Nope. No one. Nothing there. Anyway, if you're a member, you can also go into our Discord Oh, my Lord, it's hot. I'd like to thank our executive producer, Lady Lisa, for bringing the show to you today. I'd also like to thank our executive producer, B-Rockin', and our producers, Grant Williams and Annabelle Stell. Thank you guys very much. If you'd like to be a producer of this show, a super sticker in the chat will make you manifesting lore. We'll make you an executive producer, $20 or more, and a super chat with a sticker makes you an executive producer or a cash app cash app dollar sign midnight radio 101 that will make you a executive producer anything under that will make you a producer all the money goes to our radio music license that's right we got a radio station go to our website midnightrad.io you can catch our online radio station right there you can listen to it we have uh we have a lot of djs we got DJ Electra we have DJ Hot Ham we have DJ Johnny Vincent DJ Julie DJ Mrs. Midnight, I'm on there all the time, so you can check that out right there. Matter of fact, I probably need to go live on there right now. Let me go ahead and shoot the stream over there. Whoops, I'm sorry. This guy babbles. I'm going to send him a chat. I'm going to shoot him a message and say he babbles. People do that, by the way. You babble. I'm like, I'm talking. I'm talking fast. I got an hour to get all the information out there. All right, we're live now on the stream. If you're listening, you can listen to the stream if you're at work or you're riding down the road. Driving down the road, I want you to have an accident. That almost happened to a friend of mine one time, and I don't want it to happen. All right, let's shard it. Let's shard the show, guys. Where am I at? Still waiting for Laura. Damn it, Laura. Robbie O'Neill's back. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to start with your girl. Banfield. You weren't you weren't ready for that, were you? I know I wasn't. Lord on mercy. All right, here we go. Your girl Banfield. What did you see? Uh, just overall, it's a lot of reading, but did something stand out to you? Well, overall, I was very happy to see that they are uh, when put out a search warrant for this. Wait a second, who was that on the right side? Kim Kardashian. What the hell's going on here? Is this another world? Oh my gosh! Coffin Daffer did her hair. She got her hair did. Well, overall, I was very happy to see that they are uh, when put out a search warrant for the Strava information. I've always thought that was very important. 
uh, because he's a runner. I think it's also important because the prosecution is Still going to have mic. to show or want to show uh, that the person who committed this crime is in good shape, good physical shape to commit these heinous acts that require a lot of physical ability. So that stood out. The June 23rd date certainly stood out because they've already uh, gotten search warrant information from the time in August backwards. But why did they feel the need to do these search warrants for not only SNAP, but simultaneous AT&T to the 23rd? It stands out. They found something. They want to corroborate it. And what about the whole August 1st? Nothing to see past then. That was weird to me. There were still several months before the murders. Uh, well, I believe that those uh, documents were in another document display that we saw early on uh, that included those dates, as I recall. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Again, however many terabytes, I can't keep it straight. <laughs> All right. So, Sarah, um, I always feel weird when I see requests for the digital footprint of victims, and in this case, victims and the housemates. And I should be really clear that this was like, prosecution this is investigators this isn't the defense right this is the prosecutors asking for all of the communications of the victims so walk me through what they're looking for are they trying to troubleshoot deflect what the defense might bring at them or are they looking through any portal they can to find motive well maybe but also um you have to remember i think they're digging in their asses and trying to find gold Remember that, you know, these digital footprints are in, in all cases now these days, but uh, most people don't even communicate by cell phone. They communicate by DM. But the idea here is that sometimes they don't find it um, in one person's account and they might find it on the other party's account. So there's a way to sort of it gives them a, the ability to pair this this information up. Um, but I, you know, I, I do agree with Jennifer in that um, I, too, am very thrilled that this indicates to me that there is is a very comprehensive investigation being done, which is really good for both sides. And I think that, you know, remember that Koberger might have an alibi. Um, looking at the victims is, is important also to potentially other suspects. So uh, this makes me just as happy as it does Jennifer. Um, but, but the idea of the language that stuck out at you, Ashley, it doesn't to me at all. I went back to the Idaho um, Rules of Court 32I, which, which is sort of where this all comes from for ceiling and redaction. And, and, and this is one of many, you know, these four reasons that cause that they've listed in this order is, is part of a longer list of uh, bases for which a document can be sealed or redacted. And essentially, when you read this code, it's not about, oh, bingo, aha, there must have been some evidence, and therefore we need to redact and seal. It's not about that at all. It's about whether potentially what might come up in the returns is is a part of a protected class of information. And when you read the code, Ashley, it's really all about privacy and protection and the integrity of the investigation, privacy of individuals, not just as to identifiers, but also as to conversations, photographs, videos. I mean, the breadth of these warrants is so vast. And, you know, I think in the Dateline piece that Jennifer was on, there was an interview with a woman that had met Koberger on a dating app, for example, right? I mean, those conversations, I imagine, we're sitting here saying he's in cell. We don't know that. And he had this conversation with this woman on this dating app 
that's private and that's private to a person that's not even part of this case. So when you look at it, I know I, I can understand why it jumps out at you that, oh, intimate, you know, highly objectionable to a reasonable person, but it really is part of a broader um, code section that protects privacy. Makes perfect sense. And I'll just reread it just uh, because you gave that great explanation. The documents contain highly intimate facts or statements, the publication of which would be objectionable. Showing you guys anything real would be objectionable and not a part of the plan. Just so you know, there's always going to be a reason to a reasonable person. I I actually went right to the privacy of the victims and the housemates in this. I didn't go to the privacy of Koberger, but Sarah, just to be clear, you're saying it would protect the privacy of all parties. Is that what that meant? Yeah, all parties and third parties too, right? So if I was a woman, you know, saying, hey, Brian, you're sexy or whatever, sending whatever people do, those illicit photos that they do on on apps. I mean, you know, nobody wants that she knows what illicit photos she knows stuff out there. So I think it's the overall protection of privacy, of financial information, of identifiers, all of it. And, you know, you can't just seal a document or redact a document without stating why. And so I think mm. that in this order, the court is specifying the categories under this code that some of this, uh, uh, you know, information in the inventories might fall under. Can I just make one more point, Ashley? Because I think Absolutely. it's a defense. Um, you know, I don't take lightly that the, the de- detective, the IO, who wanted additional time uh, on the returns, like three weeks, you know, he said that for three weeks, He's undergoing training. Uh, I mean, three weeks, I think Jennifer would agree, is not a short amount of time for training in law enforcement. And so I would really cross-examine him on what the hell is this training about that you're doing in the midst of this high-profile investigation? Did you not have forensic training before? This was forensic training. So to me, that that's a big question on cross-examination. Thank you for watching. Go to NewsNationNow.com to find News. What is she talking about? Nobody knows what she's talking about, but I got another clip. It's about the same thing. It's a little bit clearer, and it's not from your from uh, anybody that's your boy. It's from Chris Cuomo, but yeah, he makes you feel like you need to take a shower after you watch his stuff, but uh, check this out. Maybe it'll be a little clearer. Uh, it starts to be clear in the title. Does new evidence show Brian Kohlberger messaged victims on social media? He had a couple before the show. Here he is. There's new information in the Brian Koberger Idaho murder case uh, that goes to the idea Asperger. that he was watching them from a, for a while and maybe they knew. Let's bring in former FBI agent and News Nation's Law and Justice maybe contributor, they Jennifer Coffendaffer. Uh, this has been something you've been interested in for a while. Uh, there's now some new grist for the mill involving Snapchat and ATT phone records. How so? Well, it's interesting with the Snapchat and the AT&T. Now they have gone back to June 23rd through August 1st. Now, this is very specific, Chris, and leads me to believe they have very specific information that they've received either from something somebody said or from other documents they've reviewed. There is something that's going on in that time frame that they're looking to corroborate. Do we know if they were cross-referencing Koberger's social media, Snapchat, whatever, with one or more of the victims? 
that is what I would expect. I would expect them to be looking for any nexus. And remember, we have a whole plethora of documents that were released, not only Snap and AT&T, we have Reddit, we have Google, TikTok, Strava. So it's a lot of documentation, all of them sealed due to the intimate nature of what was uh, obtained and objectionable uh, content uh, per these warrants. So it's kind of interesting um, that certainly the boilerplate they've been using, Chris. Oh, well, what it tells me is, you know, they've uh, uncovered. It means they're not letting you know what it is and discovered information that is just that and they needed to use that language to convince the judge and well, what does that mean objectionable these documents what oh, does that mean what uh, kind of stuff are we talking about booty pics booty it's about booty well it could be anything from uh, booty uh, sexually explicit it could mean that it uh pointed to the booty uh murder uh, specifics. It could mean that there is language and um, information used amongst the parties that it, normal individuals might find objectionable. Booty. Um, the Strava <laughs> stuff that you're talking about, that's his running app. Uh, we know he was a runner. The question is, was he running around there to surveil late at night as well? Uh, one last thing. Uh, I don't understand what it meant there that's redacted where it says so-and-so with identifier. What's the theory of of the case here, that they were Snapchatting, that somebody was stalking them, or maybe he was Snapchatting with them? What is that with identifier? That's certainly uh, what is would be believed, Chris. It makes a lot of sense that they want these records to back that up to support the different uh, times that vehicle was there. And again, the Strava, the running, uh, also showing he's in shape. That's something the prosecution is going to need to prove. Mm. What is with identifier? I thought he was a walker, not a runner, but a hiker and a walker. Identifier mean? With identifier just means specificness. Uh- Chris Cuomo doesn't know Jack about shit. Related to him. So that could mean uh, ah. uh, information from his computer. That could be information from his DL, you know, driver's license. It's anything that could identify. Right. And just because they're asking for it doesn't mean it exists. But, uh, you know, they're obviously taking the steps, so they must have some reason to do it. Jennifer Coffin-Daffer, as always, uh, thank you. As always, thank you for shopping in Walmart. All right. The phone line is now open, 325-261-0892. If anybody sees Laura in the chat room, let me know. However you're going to do that, I don't know. I guess you can call me let me know if I don't notice. All right. There is the very first point of contention I remember everybody having, and it revolved around one thing, and one thing only, and that was affidavit. Uh, Everybody had a lot of problems with the time. The 911 was actually called in after after the murders. About 12 hours before the police got involved after the murders. And we've been given all kinds of excuses. Some of us just think, well, um, well, there must have been reasons for that. Surely uh, somebody was just, you know, I mean, it's not every day that you get your, your roommate is murdered and everything. A lot of people just are not able to let that go. A lot of people here in our audience are just not able to let it go. 12 hours later, after a murder, 
You finally let the police in. Who did you call first? Well, uh, we've heard it through the grapevine, through a fairly reliable source. Uh, WSU mom, have you guys heard of her? Huh? You guys heard her? Okay. Well, I think, and, and if she would like to come on here and talk and talk to us, I'd like to have her on here. But from what I've taken from it, she is somebody that had a degree of separation from this event. Her kids actually went to school in this area and heard rumors and stuff. Just like anybody, anybody else you see on here, she had her own theories and she was freaked out of what happened, happened, maybe even more so than some of us. And she got on and talked about everything anyone's ever said on there as it relates to her personal contact with her degree of separation. But one of the things she was saying, and I actually saw this on Dateline. So that's kind of a way of verifying uh, Dateline's first special about the Ido 4 case. And that was that everybody in the fraternity knew about the murder way before the police were called. All right. Um, everybody's just throwing this away and saying, well, you know, we don't victim shame victims and, you know, I'm not talking about the victims. I'm talking about the people. I'm talking about you that really have a problem with 12 hours going by and then you finally call the police. What were you doing? What were you planning? Uh, A lot of people said, well, it was obvious that they were on drugs. We're talking uh, not the victims that were murdered, but we're talking about the two surviving roommates. Some people say, well, it was obvious they were on drugs. Later we hear that one of them was selling drugs and they wanted to get rid of the stuff before the cops got there. And, uh, there was a damage control going on between them and the people in the fraternity before the cops were called. All right, phone line is open, 325-261-0892, if you think, and I'm about to read it because I got it right here. We're about to read the affidavit, which talks about this. We're going to go over some other things. Or not, if Laura doesn't get here and you guys don't call, then this is going to be a very short show. Again, if you haven't subscribed, please go ahead and subscribe. We have... Enon Harsh is going to be in here Monday, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, and it's going to be the Enon Harsh Dating Show, where three lovely bachelorettes and a fourth one from the audience are going to answer questions, and he's going to pick out the one he wants to go out on a date with. That's Monday at 6 p.m. You're not going to want to miss that. Phone number 325-261-0892. Give it a ring, see if it works. Let's continue right here on the good parts of this affidavit that are really upsetting people today i want to know why it's upsetting you now it starts here on november 13th 2022 at approximately 4 p.m that's when the moscow police department sergeant blaker and i responded to 1122 king road 4 p.m the next day i'm not going to read this whole thing All right, here we go. OFC Smith and I entered the King Road residence through the bottom floor door on the north side of the building. OFC Smith and I then walked upstairs to the second floor. OFC Smith directed me down the hallway to the west bedroom on the second floor, which I later learned 
through Zana's driver's license and other personal belongings found in the room was Zana Kernodal's hereafter Kernodal's room. Just before this room, there was a bathroom door on the south wall of the hallway. As I approached the room, I could see a body later identified as Kernodal's laying on the floor. Kernodal was deceased with wounds which appeared to have been caused by an edged weapon. Also in the room was a male later identified as Ethan Chapin, hereafter Chapin. Chapin was also deceased with wounds later determined. And then we got a big redacted. What was redacted there? That's one and this is two. Is it talking about county medical examiner blank? I then followed OFC Smith upstairs to the third floor room of the residence. The third floor consisted of two bedrooms and one bathroom. The bedroom on the west side of the floor was later determined to be Kaylee Gonsalves, hereafter Gonsalves room. I later learned from a review of Officer Nunez's body camera, there was a dog in the room when Moscow police officers initially responded. The dog... The dog belonged to Gonsalves and her boyfriend, Jack DeCour. I found out from my interview with Jack DeCour on November 13, 2022, that he and Gonsalves shared the dog. OFC Smith then pointed out a small bathroom on the east side of the third floor. This bathroom shared a wall with Madison Mogan's hereafter Mogan bedroom, which was situated in the southeast corner of the third room. As I entered this bedroom, I could see two females in the single bed in the room. Both Gonsalves and Mogan were deceased with visible stab wounds. I also later noticed what appeared to be a tan leather knife sheath laying on the bed next to Mogan's right side. I thought, guys, um, I thought that you would assume that whoever had the sheath under him was the first one to die. You know, because you're in there, you take the knife off the sheath, you do your business, and you drop it, and then you go about your work. That's not necessarily true. He might have, you know, unsheathed it earlier and held it in his hand until he didn't. The sheath was later processed at K-Bar, and they found out later that he bought it from Amazon. Not that it matters. And, other than he bought it, the Idaho State Lab later... Located, they located a single source of male DNA suspect profile left on the button snap of the knife sheath. We're going to go to the interview. They just found the bodies. On the evening of November 12th, Chapin and Kernodal were seen by BF at the Sigma Chi House on the University of Idaho campus. It's also estimated that approximately 145 Chapin and Kernodal returned to the King Road residence. BF also stated that Chapin did not live in the King Road residence but was a guest of Kernodal. Gonsalves and Mogan were at a local bar, the Corner Club. In Moscow, Gonsalves and Mogan can be seen on video footage provided by the Corner Club. Also, what Jack Decour was in there too, inside. Between 10 p.m. and November 12th at 1.30 a.m. on November 13th. At approximately 1.30 a.m., Gonsalves and Mogan can be seen on video at a local food vendor called the Grub Truck. 
fast forwarding here. All right. DM and BF both made BF, both made statements. That's Bethany Funk. Bethany Funk was also at the fraternity because she saw Chapin and Kernuddle there. So maybe that's where she returned from. Both made statements during the interview that indicated the occupants of the King Road residence were at home by 2 a.m. and asleep, or at least in their rooms, by 4. With the exception of Kernodal, who received a DoorDash order at the residence at approximately 4 a.m. Now, a lot of people are saying that the person that did that DoorDash order's name was Emma Bailey. Emma Bailey, they say, sells drugs. So perhaps it was more than just a DoorDash. Perhaps it was also drugs. Some people are saying that Emma Bailey knew Brian Kohlberger. That is what some people are saying. That's what some people think. All right, let me go through the chat room. All right. A lot of people say Brent Kolpaka and Brian Kohlberger were hitmen. Can you believe that? Some people think that they were hitmen. Apparently, nobody here tonight believes in, I mean, nobody here tonight has had these ideas prior to coming here, other than hearing me. Because I don't see anybody in there saying, yeah. Kolpeka or yes, Emily Bailey. Nobody's saying that in here, which is unfortunate because Laura's not here to talk about this stuff. If you'd like to talk about it, the phone number is 325-261-0892. The phone line is open now. I'm going to go ahead and continue with other news stories because if no one's here to talk about Idaho 4 and I don't have Laura here, then I can't go over these things tonight. And I'm probably going to go ahead and just private this live or make it for members only. That's what I'm going to do. And uh, unless you want to talk specifically about Brent Kolpeka or specifically about Emily Bailey, then don't call in. That's If you're calling about something else, I'll hang up. That's just what the line is on there for right now. All right, so this news just came in right here. Hold on. Austin serial killer, child rapist, arrested after turning himself in, but he could be linked to more murders. They arrested him, someone they call a serial killer, after he called the department on himself. Raul Meza Jr., 62, has been officially tied to several murders since 1975, but police are looking at other murders that may bear his signature, according to police and local news. We have between 8 and 10 cases that kind of fit these similar circumstances that we're looking at, but that could possibly grow, Austin Police Detective Katie Connor said during a press conference. Meza was wanted on two homicide charges and one unauthorized use of a motor vehicle charged by U.S. Marshals and the May 20th murder of his roommate, 80-year-old Jesse Fraga, and the 2019 murder of 66-year-old Gloria Lofton. He turned himself into Austin police, and he admitted to Fraga and Lofton's murders. He's not the only one that's been turning himself in lately, to be honest. Check this out. This is crazy. 
And this is a police officer that got in trouble for having a scrambler device in his car, a GPS scrambler. Check this out. This is where he got caught, the video footage of it. This is? Yes, sir. The audio of it. Sure it's not a scrambler? A Clinton police officer scrambled scrambled his location to keep it from his bosses. Then he blamed it on conservative commentator Alex Jones. Thank you for watching 10 News at 6. I'm Robin Wilhoyt. And I'm John Becker. That officer was fired from Clinton police last year. And now the department is trying to stop him from working as an officer in the state of Tennessee ever again. And 10 News reporter Vinay Simlot explains how the department caught him. Vinay. John, Officer Chris McKinney was fired for altering his vehicle, as you'll see, lying to a Clinton Police Department lieutenant when he was confronted. Well, he got plugged in here. That's my wife, I An investigation last September, police looking into one of their own. This is? Yes, sir. Clinton Police Lieutenant Carl Bailey confronted Officer Chris mm-hmm. McKinney. The lieutenant asked why the department couldn't see that officer's GPS signal. An internal affairs investigation shows... Sure it's not a scrambler? The lieutenant found this device in Officer McKinney's car. The Very investigation small. file shows it's a GPS blocker. No, my GPS works fine, sir. Investigators say Officer McKinney told the lieutenant his dad got it for him because he listened to Alex Jones, who says 5G is bad for you. He later told investigators he lied and he knew it was a GPS scrambler. The internal affairs file says... If an officer is untruthful, it is usually an employment death sentence, so to speak. Clinton police fired Officer McKinney for altering the city vehicle and for lying. Attorney Don Bosch is not involved in this case, but reviewed the files for us. It jeopardizes any case they may have been involved in, either as a witness or an arresting officer. Clinton police also heard complaints when Officer McKinney was a small resource officer at Clinton Elementary. An email from the director of schools says he was sitting in his girlfriend's car outside the school while a student was trying to run out the back door. Uh, It is likely Post will pull his certification after reviewing this internal affairs file. Now, Clinton police have gone to the state commission post to try to pull Chris McKinney's certification. That would prevent him from working as a cop in Tennessee again. He has a hearing on that in June. John, Robin? Vinay, thank you. I think he's going to be moving on to a Arkansas. That's what I think. All right, so this is crazy news. Uh, New Jersey lawyer Matthew Nilo is arrested in connection to a Boston rape spree. Check this out. You wouldn't have ever thought. A New Jersey lawyer arrested this week in connection with a series of decades-old rapes in Boston after forensic genealogy linked him to the crime spree. Matthew J. Nilo, 35, was arrested at his home in Weehawken around 4.30 p.m. Tuesday, the Boston Globe reported. He's been charged with three counts of aggravated rape, two counts of kidnapping, one count of assault and intent to rape, and one count of indecent assault and battery in connection with the attacks on four women in the Terminal Street area between August 2007 and December 08. Now, check out this guy. It doesn't seem like this would be a person that would do anything like that. He was arrested at his home last Tuesday. The police said, we believe we've removed a dangerous threat from our community. Authorities said that Nilo, who used to live in Boston's North End, was identified as a suspect last month through investigative genetic genealogy. 
Wow, genetic genealogy, which combines DNA technology with historical record searches to generate new suspects in cold cases. The new lead in the Terminal Street case was also aided by the Sexual Assault Kit Initiative, a federal grant program that helps process sexual assault collection kits. Ceres also highlights the fact that investigators never stop analyzing evidence and running down leads in order to bring dangerous offenders to justice. He was between 19 and 20 years old when he allegedly attacked four women in Boston where he was going to law school. Guess what? He, he completed law school. He was hired. Let's see. At the time of his arrest, Nilo was a cyber claims lawyer with the Cowbell insurance firm, according to his LinkedIn. And, uh, he was hired by the company in January after completing a strict background check. His employment was suspended pending the ongoing investigation. He graduated from the prestigious Boston Layton school in 2006, living the dream, living his best life. He went on to obtain a bachelor's degree from the university of uh, Wisconsin, Madison before graduating from the university of San Francisco law school in 2015. At the time of the terminal street assaults, he was around 19 to 20 years old. Authorities urge anyone who believes they may have been a victim of Nilo or Nilo over the years to come forward to the police and the FBI. Do you know this guy? Do you know this face? I sure hope not. Now I got some new information about the Marines in California that were beaten right there at the pier by a mob of teens. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and play this video. We're going to talk about it on the flip side of this. Come on. There's no audio here, apparently. That's the chick that was arrested. Looks like I just missed a call. All right, continuing. I got you. Hey, cheers, Tyler. Let me see. Is Laura? Laura, are you there now? Are you there? I don't see a Laura. No Laura. No Laura. It's all right. Oh, what the heck? Get out of here. Dun, dun, dun. All right, guys. Hunter Antonio and one of the three off-duty Marines who were attacked is seen among a rowdy crowd of at least 20 people on T Street Beach in San Clemente on May 26th. The atmosphere appears friendly, and he is seen wearing a cowboy hat as he plays cards with the other members of the group. He then hands a half-empty fireball whiskey bottle to another member of the party who takes a swig before handing it back. Another video shows a chaotic scene with a large group of people gathered together closely around two of the Marines who were shirtless. 
Sources told the Post the two Marines were grappling with each other in a play fight for the crowd. You saw those. You saw those pictures. Those are the ones where they were wearing the green shorts. By the way, those green shorts are the PT shorts that Marines wear, which tells me that these Marines who would be wearing something like that and not something different aren't that far from boot camp. I would estimate that they're still in their, their first A school. All right? So these are young Marines, young, ex- inexperienced Marines. At one point, the Marine, the Marine who appears to be Antonio, briefly pushes a boy away from him. You saw that before the other quickly intervenes and grabs him. And you also saw the girl that was there too, too saying, WTF, WTF. Don't worry, she comes up in a minute. Then they break off and walk down the beach together toward the crowd who continue to follow and swarm around them. Now, here's where we're going with this. Initial report stated that nine students were arrested on Tuesday, but Orange County uh, officials have confirmed that four boys and one girl were arrested and booked at Orange County Juvie Hall for assault with a deadly weapon. The other two Marines that were a part of the attack have not been identified. All right, I'm going to have to refresh this. Missing Missouri doctor John Forsyth... Found dead in lake with gunshot wound, his brother reveals previous kidnapping. What? The Missouri doctor who mysteriously disappeared last week was found dead from a gunshot wound in an Arkansas lake. Authorities confirmed Wednesday, as his brother said, the devoted healthcare worker may have been in danger because he had previously been kidnapped. Dr. John Forsyth, who, whose body was found, he was a kayaker. He was found by a kayaker in an Arkansas lake about an hour south of where he was last seen. With what appeared to be a gunshot wound, the Benton County Sheriff's Office said in a release. I don't know what I just heard. Hold on. Hey, Laura. Hi. Do you have the link I gave you? No. Did you send it on Discord? Yes, I sent it on Discord. Right. Okay. I'll go share it now. All right. Could you use that one instead? Okay. Right. Okay. Do you see it? I've just seen it. Right. Okay. I'll hang up. All right. Odd. I don't know how it worked. I did not even have Discord on. But what about John Forsyth here? I want to know. Laura's here, guys. We're going to start talking about the Idaho 4. She looks nice. You guys are going to see. She looks like she's dressed up, ready to go somewhere. She's ready to come on panel. Hello, Eve Lucky. Good to see you here. Everybody say hello to Eve. Hello, Eve. After Laura comes on here, we're going to talk about John Forsyth. All right. I'm still waiting for Laura. Come on now. Do you want another link? Guys, I really did. It's a Laura link. 
There she is. I was playing some waiting music for everybody. Was that Mission Impossible tonight? Yeah, that was it. I was just playing that while I was waiting. Yeah. Letting people wait. Doesn't she look great, everybody? Manic times. I'd have put you on the big screen. Hey. There you go. I'm here. Good things come to those that wait. All right, so I'm relying on you to, yeah. get, to get the Emma Bailey information straight for me and the Brent Colpaca. Yeah. Don't rely on me so late. I, I am. It's too late. So, <laughs> what? No, so um, we just went through the affidavit, and it talks yeah. about the police not getting there until 4 p.m. the next day. Yeah. So this is a death that happened around 4 a.m. at the latest. Mm, okay. Right? And then the police weren't called until 4 p.m. It happened at 4 a.m. And until 4 p.m. the next day. Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. <laughs> I accidentally hit a button. What I'm sorry. You to me? Oh, Jerry, hold on. Did you give me an introduction? Oh, here's your girl. Oh, here's Laura? your girl, Laura. Oh, Here's your theme music right here. I'm loving it. Oh, yeah, I did. I gave you an inter- introduction. I like to hear about, you say that. I gave you an introduction like 30, 30 minutes ago. I know, but I'm sorry. I was like caught up. I'm busy girl. Yeah, you are. You are. You're, you're probably at our, I mean, our merch I mean, shop. Can... You're at our merch shop getting a new a tie-dye beanie. I'm eating chicken. I'm sorry, I was cooking. Eating eating chicken and buying tie dye beanies. Chicken kebab, kebab. Yeah. And tonight we're drinking King Billy's. I got Folgers and Pellegrino. I'm living dangerously here. Oh no, you've never had a King Billy. <laughs> okay, but nonetheless, but yes. Okay, let's get down to business. A lot of people are upset that it took them so long for the cops to get there. You had yeah, a lot to say about that, annoying. what they were doing around that, amount, around that time. I was thinking about it today. I'm like, there's no way in hell, anything, there could be any excuse or any reason that 12 hours later. But when you live a Greek life, they, they have to follow so many rules. Exactly. I thought about that, guys. Check this out. This is what really rang in my head today. You know, this is a fraternity. It's a college. You got crazy stuff going on all the time. You've got 12 hours of nothing going on. And you're telling me you didn't notice. Nah. You're talking about how many, how many ladies, Laura, did, did you grow up with a bunch of sisters? Oh yeah. There's, I have, there's 13 of us. And I'm sure. Yeah. So when you woke up in the morning, everything was quiet, right? When everybody's getting ready to go do stuff. Uh, no. No, it would have been loud. It would have been loud all the oh, time. Yeah. Our house was manic. That's what it would have been like. So they they can't Everybody say they didn't the notice. They didn't notice for twelve hours. Nah, it's bullshit. Of course they noticed. It was the fraternities. So we hadn't they talked about it. It's some sort of oath they take. They have to follow Greek law. Mm-hmm. And I do know there's some states have already started changing that law, where 
it doesn't that thing if there's an incident within you know the abode that they have to phone whereas a lot of off in greek law you have to phone the, them first you have to phone the fraternity the fraternity then come assess the situation and then you can phone a lot of people are That's mad about this yeah i don't i don't blame them and especially as as a parent you know why not my child is suffering my child has just been stabbed and nobody phoned like how like i can i can't begin to imagine how you know the parents feel knowing that there was people within the house knowing what happened and still didn't phone they didn't phone and for the police to lie to us and for them to lie and say the, the dog would have had to went to the bathroom they would have noticed are you telling yeah, me they didn't they would have know had to. if yeah. if by going by the affidavit of the way things have been said you wouldn't have been able to even go to the kitchen if Bethany came up the stairs to go you know you would not have been able to miss anything from reading by the affidavit all right we got a phone call let me answer it real quick Okay. I'm going to eat the rest of my chicken. Midnight caller line. This is Jerry. Who am I speaking with? You're speaking with Ivan Valor. How may I help you? I don't know. You're my favorite Jerry. All right. Well, thank you for calling and have a good rest of your life. I've got caller ID. I know who you are. Me too. And I'm not going to say what name came up, but it started with E is the first name and F is the last name. It didn't sound like Susan. Everybody sounds like Susan on here. There's something wrong with my phone line. Yeah. Sure, sometimes I sound like Susan. <laughs> no, except for you. You're the only one that does it. <laughs> I try. I've tried. So around the beginning that all this was happening and before they caught Brian Colberger, you were contacted by somebody who told yeah. you some information. It was someone who was a, a student at the university at the time or went to school. Yeah. Yeah. And I, well, I've always said, well, I've made it very clear from like even way before um, Brian Colberger was even arrested. I've always said to you that this girl was in contact with me. I don't know if it's because of a chat I was on or, you know, when I'd commented and then she felt, I, I don't know. I'll never understand why, why the need happened to talk to me. But then, like, I have tried to get in contact with her so many times after. Mm -hmm. Right now, like, my messages don't even go through. Yeah. I don't know whether it's because, obviously, after, you know, her mummy spoke out. And I didn't I didn't even know. I didn't put the two and two together, Jerry. I remember I said to you, I really didn't. I didn't have a clue until her mummy mentioned her name. I was going to say, do you want to say who her mother is? Kim. So it was Kim's daughter that contacted you, and you later oh. found out who, who she was? 
Yeah, that's when I was like, whoa, hold on, what? Because the things that her mummy is saying, her daughter had told me way back in November. So kind of verified it for you. Big time. And she was saying things, one of the things she said, I saw on a Dateline, uh, a Dateline, uh, their first documentary they did about it. And that's when they were talking about, crap, they were talking about the people at the fraternity knew before the police got there and everybody got texts yeah. out that morning about 9 a.m. Yeah, and that was about 9 a.m. That was, that is happens to be the same yeah. time when Brian Kohlberger was there again in his automobile around nine something a.m. Yep. Oh yeah. It wasn't long after nine, was it? It wasn't. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I, do, I think there's a hell of a lot underneath everything. Mm-hmm. He's not the only one. He, he can't be. And then see, after, like, the more you look into the whole of everything within that house, within the people that have resided and are still even still named on the house and then you trace back further and who they're connected to and all everything it all links back to 1122 i have somebody in the chat room right now saying bk is innocent i've had people in the he's not innocent saying that bk's innocent I'm, I will, no, I don't believe for one minute he's innocent. He has a part in this. So can you tell us, there's a, a big theory, and this theory, um, from what I heard, it, it sounds like it fills in all the blanks. It fills in why they didn't call anybody for so long, that they were spending those those times between they called and they happened to cover their ass, and why they were yeah. covering their ass, and who all was involved. Uh which, I mean, I don't know if we can call them suspects, but people who are involved in this mini conspiracy. And but some there's of the so names, much to do before they could phone the place. There's a rumor going around that there was drugs being sold in that house. Well, we know that even from the get-go, even before Koberger was arrested. We knew it was a drug house. It was a drug den. We knew that. Oh, thank you. Good girl. Kiara's bringing me little twiglets. Hi. All right, we got a phone call. Let me. Hello. Hello, Jerry. Good to see you. What's She's this? partying, aren't you? What are you doing? I'm just doing a show. You know, I'm about to answer a phone call. Watch this. Yeah, he has to go now, John. Okay. Midnight oh, yeah, caller line. This is Jerry. Phone? Who am I speaking with? Away, you go back up to the party. Good girl. Midnight caller line. This is Jerry. Who am I speaking with? I think that was our buddy Keith, everybody. Keith, if you want to call in, if you want to call in, I'll talk to you. I'll probably just wind up kicking your ass out of here again, Keith. Yeah, I got caller ID. Oh, Keith. Keith from yesterday, yes. Keith was calling me and I missed the phone call. Keith, 
Everybody now, na 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 na. Everybody na 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 na. Hey hey hey. Goodbye. You know what? Let me let me tell you guys about Keith. Keith's the kind of guy. You're on Sunday right after church. You're dressed in your best clothes, and you take your you take your family out to eat. You take him to a nice buffet. Keith is the kind of guy that be walking by and crop dust your family right there at the salad. You're there kind of getting the salad. That's what kind of guy Keith is. Keith just did it to us again. I bring you on my show. <laughs> Nobody wants to go out and talk. Nobody wants to talk to Keith. No one wants to talk to me? To Keith, no. I'm just talking about Keith. Why? The He's crop dusting YouTube right now. All right, so where were we at? We were talking about the drug theory. These are different theories we're going through. It's, it's, it's not a theory. Okay. But, t- but tell me, tell me what, what it is and what it isn't. It is. The drugs are rife. It's rife in Moscow. It's rife in Washington. It comes the whole way up. There's a whole... Oh, do you know what? I actually sound like your mano. Can't remember his name. There is a, a track that runs right the whole way through America. And it's run by this certain, I'm not, I don't want to say it, okay? So I'm going to do this, a certain, like, thing. And it is, like, this house is, I'm giving up the guy who owns this house. Mm -hmm. It's not the only place he owns. He owns numerous. And they're all within college towns now see now knowing what I know regarding the mad Greek mm-hmm. I don't know did you no you're supposed get to into that you're supposed to tell us about that yeah well tell us about the mad okay Greek. I know but I don't know what you've looked into so yeah the the owner of the mad Greek owning then the other restaurants in other towns his daughter is one of the main people that are transporting this shit. Mm-hmm. You know, and all these people then are working. Maddie and Zena. Z- oh, I can never say her name right. I can say it when I'm not speaking about it. It's like, uh, I don't, Zana, Zena, I, I really feel awful of not saying it right because I really should be able to by now. But like, even her mum. Working for these people. Uh-huh. And now I do know that Zama had stopped when she had met Ethan. I do know that she had sort of like. So let me get this straight. Off. Let me get this straight. So the people that. Th- this is the theory that's going around, this wild ass speculation. Yeah. All right. So we're covered. Wallace speculation, Wallace theory. That yeah, the, the people that own the the Mad Greek are the, the, the drug suppliers, not the manager, not the manager, spoke. the overall owner, not the manager. It's not her. No, the owner. It's the owner. The and owner the, and the, the daughter is a drug supplier, and Zana yeah. uh, Carnotal worked for her, but she stopped. Yeah. Okay. Um, Maddie, yeah. And now, from what I had heard on this other 
um, from what somebody had said. I don't know who the person was that was speaking. I think I sent you it. Also, I don't know if what Maddie was meant to have done in flushing things actually happened. I don't know. The girl, that girl that spoke to me has never ever said. But it makes sense. If she, if Maddie had have flushed things to why then in my opinion I evolve I do believe that Maddie and Zena were the targets. Was was Maddie involved in it also? I no, I don't believe so, no. I don't believe that I'm not saying they did they knew what was going on. I do think that's why that she really wanted Kaylee to come back and stay because of things that were going on. But I do think that, like, the girls knew things and uh, they oh. didn't know how to. I, I do, but I do you told me, you told me that, that Maddie and uh, Kaylee, Kaylee? Wanted, yeah. didn't want anything to do with it and were upset yeah, that it was even I going on. So, I, I do think it's more that they knew what was going on. And if that, you know, having listened to that guy the other day saying about that Maddie had flushed stuff, well, that it makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. And then Maddie telling Adam something to Kaylee saying, what did you tell Adam? I told Adam everything. They're going to get you guys for this. But I do think it's all been because Emma, I'm going to say it this way, hung up her keys Mm -hmm. and Emma took over. Emma Bailey took over for Zana. Yeah. Okay. So, so we have. Because she started going with Demetrius. Demetrius has sort of like already been up there, hasn't he? He's already sort of like. Demetrius is Emma's boyfriend. Yeah. Or was at the time. And then he, when they got released, he was then, he's now held over by another county. Mm-hmm. She was released, no charges. And um, no, Kim Sandy, I think Kaylee and Maddie went to LA and told him. I don't know about Kaylee because I know Kaylee did have contact with law enforcement, but I think that was more to do with a missing, a missing woman. I don't know regarding this situation. Uh, okay, so we have Kaylee was involved. And again, guys, this, if you're just tuning in, you're wondering what the hell we're talking about. We're going over I do, I do. the wild-ass Sorry, speculations and wild-ass theories that are going around sur- surrounding the Idaho 4 case. And also, I don't know if Laura – actually, Laura's on, on the dating show on Monday with Enon Harsh. She's one of the lovely best. I'm telling everybody. I'm telling everybody. You can't hide your voice. Again, that's Monday at 6 p.m. I'm telling Keith. I'm telling Keith. That's John Cena. Yeah. All right. So, so Zana was stopping. Emma Bailey was taking over. Is it true that Emma Bailey? She's sort of stepping back. She was. Like her and Ethan, to me, I don't know about Ethan, but I think with Zana, it was sort of like it was a first real love, and she did. I do believe that she really 
held back on, you know, she wanted it just even watching the way the two of them are together in videos, mm-hmm. in their photos, like in everything. You know, she's totally besotted by the guy. And I, like from what I've heard as well from the girl, that girl, I don't, I don't want to say her name. And I know her mom didn't even mean to say her name. Oh, okay. But well, I, you don't really do, need to. She, even said, she was like, I can't believe I keep saying her name. And mm. that's um, so Cheryl Boys. Cheryl Boys said she got a five hundred dollar fine for DOI. She's talking about Emma Bailey. I can't hear. I chose that door. They're all singing on karaoke up there. <laughs> That's what it's like at my house. You don't want to join yeah. Annabelle's yeah, so tuition was paid and rolled up one hundred dollar bills. Wow. Zana's tuition. Zana's tuition was paid and rolled up one hundred dollar bills. Right. And who paid that? This is funny. This woman is in Ireland. Why the hell is she talking about Idaho? I'm obsessed. <laughs> that's right. That's all you need to know because that's those I are the facts. Breathe it. I have investigated this within an inch of its life. Hot ham says Pearl because she's following the case just like us all. No, exactly. I, no, no, no. Exactly. Laura's not following it. She's not following it like all of us. She's taking. She's taking it to the next level. She really has. All right. Yeah, it's so true. Is it true that Emma Bailey? I'm not America. Is it true that Emma Bailey was the the DoorDash driver that night? I don't believe so. But have you heard that too? I've heard so many different things. I've heard that Emma was the DoorDash driver, and then there's another guy that actually went and spoke to numerous people within. At um, uh, what do you call the place? Uh, what do you call the place where the delivery was from? Where who is from? Where the delivery, the food delivery was from? Oh, um, in Pullman. Dang it, Popeyes. The actual food place. What is Popeyes? I can't remember. Uh, Arby's, Burger King. It was Burger no. King. It was Burger King. It wasn't Burger King. Chat, chat room wasn't Burger King. Your arse is partially. No, whatever the place was. But anyway, a guy, and I know there were so many journalists who have been told that it was uh, it was this person, it was that person, it was this other person. Then there was one guy. Jack in the Box. Jack in the Box. Wow, See, I told you I knew it. Told us? Thanks for Tori Montoya. Ah, oh, love it. Jack in the freaking box, yes. I, I, I don't believe it was Emma. So then, I don't believe Emma was the DoorDash driver. I do. I do know she was because her mommy said, "Right, shush, please." Her mommy said that she was doing deliveries. Hi, Jerry. Right. Hello. Can you please go back to Caitlin, please. No, no, we're not doing this. Please do as you're told. Are we going home? Handling business. Not today, my friend. Not today. Yeah, so no, I don't believe she was the DoorDash driver. Although, okay, we don't actually know did Zana order the DoorDash? But we're not gonna know. I don't. I still don't believe in the timeline either. All right. Uh, I just want to say this for those of you that haven't been here before. We we don't have many rules here at all, except for show respect. 
Um, don't be like Keith. Show respect and don't use all caps. <laughs> if, if you if you type in, and I don't mind using caps, go? but all caps is not not allowed. We have a robo mod that'll delete your comment. All right. Well, I tried to put a post last night and it wouldn't even let me because I had one word in all, all caps. One of these days, I should just do a show about the Discord and all the stuff that's said that's gotten pulled off. Because you you read it, it's hilarious. You know, in Discord, when you type something, it pulls it off. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah, never lets me type half the things I say first time. I know, and it's hilarious. <laughs> like, you get, ma- you get madder and madder I, I every time you go on. So, if Emily was a person that was selling now and... It wasn't Xana. Emma. Is, what did I say? You said Emily. You said Emily. Emily is somebody else. Yeah. Emma. Are you talking about Emma? Yeah. Emma. No, I think you're putting Emma and Bailey together to come up with Emily. That's oh, my awesome. gosh. That's pretty cool. There's a lot of people. <laughs> we got like a chart with all these little lines going through it, which is we used to have. All right. Okay. Lisa Clemens. So when I talked about Bailey, I'm just going to use her last name because I know that one's real. Emma Bailey being the DoorDash driver. Yeah. I heard that this week. I heard that she was actually the DoorDash driver. I, I heard that myself. And here's uh, Lisa says she was DoorDashing. It could have be potential for cover up to deliver things. I agree. And there's Gilded P saying hello. Hello, Gilded P. All right. Just because Emma's take Emma, Emma has taken Emma Emma Bailey has taken over the business now, why would that invite this murder to happen? No, I think she's just over from Zana's what the position Zana was in, mm-hmm. and like, see, listening to um, I don't know if I actually sent you that this video, but a guy that was speaking like anonymously, having been in that. Uh, what, what can you say it is? I don't want to say trade. It's not a fucking trade, but like with involved within that institute. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What is it? What is it? Organization, the drug, whatever. And he's now been out of it the length of time he has been. And the way he actually said about it was you obviously have in every area, you have your kings mm-hmm. and your queens. Then you have your bishops. And then you have your pawns. So the likes of all the targets within that, you know, the likes of um, the college students would be more like a pawn. Zena was a bishop. So she would have been higher up to then recruit. And then you obviously have your kings and your queens. And court jesters like me. Listening to that actually makes sense. So if you have now, Emma has taken over for Zena, but yet Emma would still be under Demetrius. You know, and it's all within the pecking order within this organization. Mm-hmm. It runs from one side of America straight to the freaking other. And do not be surprised if Koberger was not sent there. <laughs> All right. So you have Emma 
Bailey taking over for Zana. How are so? Is what people are saying is you can't just quit? And she her life was taken because she stopped being in the organization. Was that what happened? No, no. I think it was more because she was still. Because, so why was there a murder hit called, and who called what it? Happened. What happened with the girls when they when they had had enough of what was going on in the house? I firmly believe, and like even after speaking with that girl, Maddie was leaving that weekend with Kaylee. Maddie was not going to stay there. Mm-hmm. Kaylee had already left and had come back because Maddie wanted to see the car. You know. And Maddie, I don't, she wasn't going to stay there. From what that girl told me, Maddie was going. Maddie didn't want to stay there anymore. But whatever, what that, what Maddie has then done and then has spoke about, and I don't actually think, I think it was just a matter of too much drink, wits in, wits out, that she spoke out about it and said what she'd done. Mm-hmm. It's been a ricochet effect. And the fact that we don't know where Zena is, any somewhere for a certain time period? Mm, it brings cause for concern because at the see it still at that time, she was still in charge of what was in that house. So why did it's someone? Bad. So somebody put out a hit on them. <laughs> Uh, this is that's what people are saying yeah I've said it like I've said it from the get go I I can't say hit well I think yeah they knew too much they need need silence the fact then that Keely was was back and had already left but she was back for this time Maddie was leaving they knew too much not only they knew too much, what about the guy a couple of months before? What about Hannah Clear, Cleary? Mm-hmm. What happened? What did Hannah find out? Oh, that's a good question. Exactly. If you don't believe the that it was just a suicide. It wasn't a suicide. No, far from that. And see the fact that her own family won't speak out about it, it's because they're intertwined within. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I sent you a video. And it was I actually got in contact with the girl who put the video on YouTube. Seeing the video, there's a guy who looks so much like Scott Cleary. I was like, oh my word. I messaged her and I asked her for permission to share the photo or share the video. It's unreal. How much this this guy at the food truck looks like Scott Clary, the brother of Hannah. Wow. It's all... Nobody will ever get to the bottom of it. It's such a web. Oh, hold on. I felt like Murdoch. The tangled web we weave. (laughs) It's very tangled, very tangled. Wasn't that good? It is, and nobody's ever going to, and I don't believe that, I just think Moscow is such a corrupt little 
tied. Oh, well, I, is it little? How many people is even in it? It's pretty know. little. It just seems like a very corrupt little town that are so invested within themselves. They're interested in what they can do, what comes in, and what they can make off them. I'm I won't be fucking ever moving to Moscow. You're, you're never moving there. You probably never would have anyway. No. But you know what? I can take you up every freaking street and I'll tell you what pathways to take. I know every map inside night. Yeah, we, we had a walkthrough, virtual walkthrough one time. Yeah. So Brent Kopaka, how are they saying that he was in, He how are the, how's it being said that he was involved, him and Emma, how are they involved together in this and Brian Kohlberger? Like they were part of the hit squad to this. How does that speculation yeah, go? I've heard that Brian and him were friends and apparently with drugs, then the K bar was like bought for drugs. I've heard so many flipping stories. Mm-hmm. Personally. Walk us through a few of them. Well, like, he has meant to have been the main killer. I've heard like he's you know, the one that went in, done X, Y, and Z. He's the one that gives the knife. He's been the driver. He's been, like, the pickup guy. He's been, you know, there's so flipping many. I've heard every single one. He's meant to have been the fall guy. And that's why he ended up kicking off with these so-called roommates that nobody freaking knows who they are. There's no roommate has ever come forward. We've never heard, and I certainly can't find any freaking roommate. I can't even find the death certificate. <laughs> I don't know. It's Matt. I just think, I don't know whether it's going to come to a point where it's going to be a fallback. And that he's going to be named as the killer and Kuberger's going to get off. I don't know. I don't know. I just find the whole thing so bizarre. I don't believe, but I think... I think they wanted... I don't think he had any roommates. I think something has happened and... Given that the sheath was placed, and then he was meant to have like taken the rap because he was on drugs, the same type of drugs. I don't know. I don't know. I can't. I don't. I don't think he actually ever done anything, and I think he was just taken advantage of. I don't even believe he had flipping roommates. And I do think it's very sad that his name has been constantly trailed through the mud from who, from it all. Who called Pekka's name? Yeah. Have you seen any <laughs> verification that he'd even worked in the same department of insecurity as Brian Kohlberger did? I mean, well, I've heard no. some wild stuff. I heard that um, Enan Harsh was dating a girl who lived right next door to Kolpeka. Yeah. Yeah, and now she's living in freaking Enan Harsh's flipping apartment. <laughs> yeah, and which I don't think is true. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, her name's on his flat. Oh, is it really? Yeah, I've seen it. Wow. You sent it to me? I didn't look at it. Oh, yeah. Her name, Anina, is on on his apartment or flat or I don't know, whatever it's called. Yeah. Not only that, then the guy that, that also that she's friendly with lived across from Brian Koberger. It was also one of his mates, well, not mates, working colleagues at the university. Hmm. And But yet nobody knew who he was. It's the same as, remember your other little guy, Jeremy? Jeremy. Sure Jeremy rented the place out to them. <laughs> Which guy's Jeremy? Do you remember Jeremy? He was the first guy and like he then... Everybody was so suspect of Jeremy, and he didn't know who this Kubaka guy was. And then everybody had to make like an apology to him. And yeah, sure, he was the one that freaking rented the place out to the the foreign girl and the foreign guy who worked with Kubaka. <laughs> And that's where now his girlfriend and him are living over in Pullman. All right, so it's a vicious circle, Jerry, Jeremy, Jerry, Jeremy. Jeremy. I don't even know where I am. How would that even relate to each other? So Brent Kolpaka lived yeah. in an apartment and right beside him there was the girl that is now dating Einan Harsh. How would that even what? be related to the Idaho 4 case if it was true? Which you say you saw it. Yeah, I did. So how could how, how would that be related? I'm not saying it's not. I'm just trying to understand with my mind. Right. Go back to Enan. Never didn't know the girls. He just gave them half a bottle of wine, right? Yes. Didn't know when Brian was arrested. No, don't know him, never seen him. But yet he's dating the girl that is friendly with Koberger. Well, well, well. He's across from Koberger. Wait, no, no. I said Kolpaka. So, so you're oh. saying, I said Kolpaka. Always oh, Kopaka, right? right. Okay, Kupaka. I'm saying Kopaka, right? So maybe I was the one that was confused. Kupaka. So it's the girl no, that was. She lived for, across from Kopaka, the the Chinese girl. Yes. Right. Yeah, lived across from Kopaka. Okay. Right. So with Kopaka, All right, I we'll just, don't just know Kupaka who Kopaka is. Like how he related you know, to this. Are, I don't know. I cannot find like roommates. These two roommates mm-hmm. that apparently he was holding hostage. That's bullshit. I believe that he was the one within his own All apartment right. being held hostage. Midnight caller line. This is Jerry. Who am I speaking with? This is Susan. I want to speak with Laura. 
Susan, this are you sure this is really Susan? It sounds like Susan. Susan is, it is Susan. Does Susan sound like Susan? I, oh, it's definitely okay. Susan. All right. Here, I'll mute myself and let you two talk. Oh my Here we go. goodness, you've been on my lash. Uh Hello? Hello. Uh, Laura, I disagree with you. I love you, but I disagree with you. Hello? Huh? Hold on, I'm sorry. Say that again, Susan. No, no, no. (laughs) Go ahead and say that. Is this happening again? I'm not doing it. No, 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 no. Here's what she said. She says, Laura, Laura, I love you, but I disagree with you. It's exactly what everybody does sound like, Susan. That's what she said. I'm sorry. I thought if I took myself off here, I didn't know it muted Susan, too. I'm sorry. I know. I didn't know what happened. I just was talking to myself, and all I could look at was myself and my freaking eye. No, no. It's fine. Did you sound like me? If you could hear yourself? No. Well, no. Well, it wasn't that I could hear myself. I could just see my eye. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right so what right you love me i know you love me and i love you it's all my all my heart this is a, I a, a news flash from you know, susan like, i could like like a sister i could like smush it susan loves laura that, that's a news flash that's yeah, the only thing i took I, I feel like sometimes i'm a big sister and i just want to like put her in a headlock or like crank her in the head and say like susan i, I didn't hear anything that. about disagreeing but that's okay. I, I, wait, what? I didn't hear anything about disagreeing. I just heard about love. Because that's what this show's about. It's about love. You said that. I'm yes, sorry. I did. Give me heart, Only... Jerry. Heart? Give me heart. Laura, I, I did say I disagree with you. I said I disagree with your theory. But you also it's said you love her. That's okay. It's not it's so not I'm theory. not going to. Why not speculation? <laughs> well... Then, um, then I guess I should go. If it's so, no, I mean, and I'm me. out of here. No, what? No, I you know, that's a good point. So, uh, Susan is calling on the side of the straight laced people. Um, she's more hey, like the what? sugar on the fruit loops than the actual fruit itself. So, uh, tell us what you actually believe. No, I so, have a different theory. Yes, tell us what your theory is. It's pro. It may be just nutty. I hope so. That's so, what we're all here. We're Fruit Loops. I hope not. This is a Fruit Loops Saturday. Um, so there's no nuts in Fruit Loops. Okay. I love nuts and Fruit Loops. Um, they, not, they do. I, I they do have fruity cheerios. Laura didn't say anything. My baby's so nuts. Susan, are you saying you can't hear Laura at all? No, now uh, I can't. I, I can't, I can't right hear her because there are lots. I think she lives in a, a... I think she might live in a house like described. Yeah, it's very loud, yes. There's a lot going on. It's Saturday night. It's Saturday night and they're partying in Ireland. Saturday there? Northern Ireland, where like it's band season. Mm-hmm. 
So we've we've all been out to the band parade tonight, and then we're back at my friends. So they're all karaoke. We we all love a bit of karaoke here. They're all up there karaoke in, and I'm down in the bedroom so that like I can I can be on the show, you know, and share the love. All right, Susan. Yes. Tell us your theory. All right. Okay. Um, I personally do not and have not ever been on the site only fans, but I know of it. I know of Backpage, you know, Craig, whatever. All of those sites where girls go on there and they act like, Hold right. You, you hear that beep? That beep. That is from a caller, our next Laura. caller trying to call in. So. I'm going to fucking join OnlyFans. I need money quick. I'm going to start doing baking. Apparently, you can go on to OnlyFans nowadays and bake. You can bake. <laughs> what? What's happening? I didn't, I didn't hear a word. I'm doing OnlyFans and baking. She's going to bake and she's going to show her bacon on OnlyFans. <laughs> it's not all about what people think. You can go on and you can start doing some like fitness. You know what, Susan? Susan, you can probably go help. on OnlyFans and do reports, just paperwork. Yes. I don't. Yeah, I'm, yes, donuts. No, you know donuts, girl. How do you alphabetize your library? <laughs> Alphabetize. I don't think people do your... reports on there. I think they do maybe na- naked ones or naked reports. No, no, no. Oh, seriously, no. if you, you went on there to do reports, it's people... not like that. I know it's extra pay. Okay, what about okay? So I've seen pictures of Emma Bailey, which, by the way, if you have a sense, she has the best Instagram videos ever. I mean, they are hilarious. They're so funny. She, they're sad, but they're they're really funny. You you should you should play play them. Like uh, I think Hot Am Radio is gonna play them. They're very funny. What? What was the title? I, uh, I can't remember. Hi, Ham Radio will have to send it to you because we joke about it all the time. We joke about one specific one all the time. Anyway, um, but she's like dressed up like, uh, I don't know, because I have to use her as a um, example because I no one's going to ever, ever, ever use these victims, the girls as examples. Uh. Um, so Emma Bailey was dressing up like a little doll. She was dressing up in provocative outfits. Oh yeah, that I were... have seen some of his videos. What? I can't remember. The... Let's play what some of these that? videos. I... Give me what a link. Was the title of one of the videos. It was like I don't cook. Ah. I, mean, I don't even know if I can go out the list to go and check because I need to remember that name. It was like bus, plane, train, 
club, another club, oh, which yeah. I love the name, another club. No one believed oh, yeah. in me, or something like that. That was the, that's the, one of the best ones. It's so random and strange. Singing is definitely a seller. What? Okay, no, so she she sells she sells the product regardless of what the product is. Okay, yeah, I gotcha. I agree. So for sure. Club. <laughs> um, sorry, no, I was, I was. Uh, no, she was reading nothing. the chat again. Yeah, I was. I was oh, I can't even see, I can't even see chat. I can see what comes up, um, like now and again, like now. I love hearing horrible news from at midnight. The fruit lips exclusively. I freaking love her ham. Um, like I can see we that did like the old person version of that okay so I think that she was um, she was doing OnlyFans or something like that where she could get quote gifts I guess from not like gifts G-I-F F, but with a T. Right, yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> sorry. Um, which would be yeah, hilarious. Like maybe I should start that website. That would be because I don't know much about <laughs> gifts, you, you and then that. I can collect them. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, I swear um, too much. Okay, so let's just say it's it started with Emma Bailey. And how does it start? Explain the whole Emma Bailey thing. Okay, say say or whoever. No, no, no just Emma Bailey. Emma Bailey goes on OnlyFans or any site where you can interact with another person. And they send you money or Amazon YouTube. wish list. So, yeah, exactly. No. And there they ask you to do things. You do, you know, whatever. Um, it can be like small time. I, I Isn't OnlyFans marketed as a model site? Is that? No, I don't go really on know. Only fans and cook and bake and show how you do your baking. You can go and garden. Laura's going to go on there and shake her bacon. Naked stuff. It's not just. I am. I'm going to start OnlyFans. It's the best way to make money nowadays. I'm only joking. I'm really not. I'm, okay, but if I do, then she's all my OnlyFans. Time's are tough. You got to go I'm on there. I'm using it as a as an you know, dropping some more, uh, some other websites that would be examples. Susan, I got okay. a question for you that I think you no, might be able to answer for me. I yes. haven't been drinking. No, no, not about that. Um, oh, I remember Doc, in the King my voice cracked. You guys remember Doc Thrifty? Oh, yeah, yeah. I needed to get in contact with him for something. And I look and his YouTube channel is no and longer he exists. Off. He went off. No, he, he went off. Yeah. Yeah. So 
Laura answered your question. All right, you were both talking, so I couldn't understand. All I heard, all I heard, is that he's Um, off. Why? What happened? Did he? I don't. I don't really know. I I don't really know the end tonight. I know he was off, and then he came back on. Posted a couple of like, I know there's been issues with. uh, I don't know. It seems to be a bit like a bitch fest. It's like playground behavior. But there's bitch fest between a couple of different sites. He came on, posted a couple of bitching videos against another YouTuber. Oh, okay. She then posted ones back against him, and he went back off. And then he finally just quit? It's like, oh, no, he comes back on and again. Posts a couple more. But they're just all as bad as each other. I can't be asked for that shit. Somebody's saying Doc Thrifty got got for harassing Enon, I think, probably got hit with that cease and desist. Well, the oh, season no, he came back on after that. No, yeah. it was something to do, like, I know, uh, I can't remember the girl's name, but she, uh, I know she was all making videos crying and all, and uh, it was too much in my head. It was like bad energy. Uh, I don't um, know, I can't remember her name. So I think that Emma Bailey, this is just a theory, so... It's like kind of out there and I don't even, mm-hmm. it may have been something I heard from someone else and then thought that I came up with it. That no, I probably definitely did not come up with it. Um, <laughs> so, Maybe you so, uh, I think that Emma Bailey or someone in this group of people may have been involved in some sort of provocative websiting and they were making money. Yeah. Okay, okay. So that's and, all I, okay. Got and it. And so then the other girls in any of these sororities and it's still maybe going on. saw, mm. Oh, you got a, um, you got a Range Rover white. You're, you know, you got a Louis Vuitton purse. That's Jason, awesome. Dick bedrooms. Five. I'll keep it. Um, she said one bedroom, five op- occupants. No, six bedrooms, five occupants. One room is vacant. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not following. What? Neither oh am God, I. Um, what what I'm, was the six bedroom being used for? Ashlyn didn't live there. She lived behind. Why was your fr- why was the height that room out on her name? What? What's going on in that room? This is not my theory. Go ahead, Susan. What's your theory? I know. Okay, so I think the other girls may have thought, "Oh, cool! I want to make some money too. This isn't yeah. taking. This isn't stripping. This isn't um, going to someone's motel room. This isn't. This is. You're not real. Real. This is online." You know, I can make a couple bucks. I can get my Amazon wish list fulfilled or what was it? UPS trucks that were um, subpoenaed or warrants were for UPS trucks, right? So um, I can get my stuff uh, delivered to me. That would be awesome. I could have... um, but but no one would know me, 
And um, I wouldn't have to go anywhere and and um, ruin my reputation. No one would ne- ha- never have to know. And then um, maybe, maybe Brian Koberger was one of these people that got obsessed with any of these girls, any of them. They all seem connected no, to each I other. Got no, a little bit too obsessed with them, and and they did not reciprocate. I don't think it was obsessed with anybody. I think it was a matter of he had fucking run up too much of Bill, and it was either a matter of you have to follow through with the protocol. Are you okay? Are you getting serious? He hurt your face. It's okay. It's just it's just my friend. He just like hurt himself. It's okay. All right, go on, Susan. I was just saying that um, maybe Brian Koberger uh, was involved with any one of these girls, and they did not reciprocate. This, you know, wow. he was like, damn, I sent you um, really picks. all everything on your Amazon wish list and flowers and blah, blah, blah. And I bought you a new Range Rover. What the hell do I have to do? Um, you know, he got maybe a little too involved in his fantasy and... Um, it just so happened. Perhaps he was going to that school anyway. Perhaps he had many of these girlfriends on OnlyFans. Or I don't know that. I mean, I don't know other websites. I'm not trying to call out that one specific one, but, and no one will, I have noticed because I have tried, tried, tried to put in on YouTube this specific theory and mm-hmm. no one wants to put it up because it would besmirch the um the reputation of the victim. Well, we don't want it you would, to be you know, it would be like And you finally found a place where someone would listen to you. <laughs> Well, but you're not. You are not. See what I mean? Like, you have now just a person on that everyone can hate already. They already hate, so it's cool. There always has to be a hill. hill. There has to be a hill. A hill or a hill? H-E-E-L. H-E-E-L. It sounds like you're saying hill. Damn it. That boy ain't right. I'm talking about Bobby Hill. Both of you have too thick of accents. There's nothing wrong with my accent. Damn it, In Bobby. shock. I don't why why couldn't that be? You're besmirching my reputation why, as why a propane salesman. That, Tell me how that, um, tell me how that situation, that theory, 
I mean, drugs could still fit in there, right? Drugs could still fit in there. Emma Bailey could still fit in there. Or she wouldn't, or drugs wouldn't. So, you know, in any of those scenarios um, that everyone's putting out, all of that stuff could still be, including going to actual college, you know, yeah. like what they're trying to be there for. Hey, Electra's yeah, back, everybody. Great. Hello, Electra. We're not so, besmirching. We're hi, Electra. Electra's back. She went for a break. Do you know what that girl deserves? A freaking holiday. She, she needs to come over to my house. I need to go to hers. That's right. We need to raise some funds and send Electra over there. So, Laura, why do you think that that, do you think, what do you think about that theory I just laid out there for you? Or were, did you not hear it? And if so, I'm sorry. Like, I, I do understand the whole, like, OnlyFans shit, yes, I get that. But I don't believe Madison and Kaylee wanted any part in it. And that was the issue. Why not? Why why wouldn't you think either one of them... They They wanted to call the shit out. But Maddie spoke out too soon. I'm sorry, Maddie was what? I I really didn't hear you. I'm not. Maddie spoke out too soon, she said. What does this button do? Yeah, I don't know. Spoke out too soon about drugs? Uh, Just about everything that was going on in the house. Not just about the drugs, because it's not just drugs, let's face it, that's going on. You look in, dear man, that freaking owns the place. It's Wait, not just drugs that are being trafficked. Think, don't you think that it might be? And I, I'm not saying that your theory isn't, couldn't be true at all. I know that you very much believe it, and you, uh, and lots of other people do as well. But don't you Hello? think? Oh. Hold on. Laura, can you not hear me? No, no, hold on, Susan. Can you hear me? Hello? Yes. All right. Hold on. I got I pushed the wrong button. My husband does Hank Hill all the time. All right. Sorry, sorry. Imagine. We're good now. <laughs> I'm back. I was abandoned. Go on, Susan. I felt like I was ditched. Um, Hello? I yeah I can everybody here can you hear I'm me? I'm sorry I don't know. Um, oh. I'm asking you what what? Man, this this person in chat is being so rude. Nitsa. I know. I, Please get I her. I wasn't going to say I anything. Get off of here. Why? Because Nitsa says so. This isn't called Nitsa radio. This isn't called Nitsa radio. You know, I was being cool and I tried not to call people being rude, but I said, man, check out this Nitsa, man. I didn't invite you here. This is my house. I'm talking to my friends. You're going to kick down my door, fix yourself a sandwich and say you don't like my food. If you don't like it, I know. I'm sorry. I got to be to where I like to talk about it. I got to where I like to talk. I mean, Nitsa, I mean, I had rules that don't be rude to the people that I talk to on panel. 
Oh, do you know what, Jerry? I'm thick, we're thick-skinned, and see what people have to say about us. It's none of our business. All right, then, Ned, so you're welcome to stay. I wasn't going to kick you off anyway, but I will I, bring out your rude behavior. I apologize. I, I apologize. I didn't mean, I didn't uh, think that a lot of people had talked about this before. But, um, okay, but I didn't think Goodbye. that a, a lot of people had. I don't God know what I don't know what I'll happened to Ribbon. I'm gonna get my rosaries. Uh, that's the second I blessed her once. I'll have to get some sage out here in a minute. I got you know what? I there's and I'm not joking, Laura. I have an Irish I had an Irish priest. His name was Father Madonigal. And yeah. he re- he recorded some stuff for me. I don't know, I can't find it. Anyway, another time. It's okay, is there any rosary beads anyway. I have or cannabis rosary I really beads? wanted. I, I just wanted to know, Laura. Um, yeah. Specifically, wouldn't you think? Can you not hear me? No, we hear you fine. Just say it. Okay. I, I can um, hear you now. Yeah. Okay. Great. Specifically, why do you think that that this theory that I'm laying out for you, and if you don't know it, it's Emma Bailey at all, were involved in OnlyFans, Brian Koberger was an admirer, he got a little too involved, came and killed them one way or another. Okay. That's my theory. Why do you think that that and... Some involvement in drugs could not be the case. I just, I'm curious, and I'm not like I, I said that really fast, not like aggro no, no, or anything. No, I, was, I get it. I do believe he has had a part within the drugs. I don't believe even like this, he was involved within this before he came to Washington. He did not come to Washington just because this was. He was already doing that in Pennsylvania. I'm really he was sorry. already killing in Pennsylvania. He was already involved within this organization in Pennsylvania. In the drug organization. He, within this organization through the, the line that goes right from that side of the country right through to the other. All right. Hold on Fine. a second. Um Somebody somebody has a good comment here. I really love your channel, which I just stumbled upon last night, but I can't understand what's being said with everybody talking over each other. Do you transcript your show so I can look at it later? This is a good point. This isn't their fault, and it's not my fault. It, it's, it's with the software we're broadcasing with. But don't worry. There's a cure. But I'm Irish. Well, it's, it's, it's just, not, it's shut, not you. We hear everything clearly, <laughs> but they don't. I, I like to be heard. So we hear everything clearly, but you guys listening don't. But if you download the podcast of Midnight Radio on Spotify, look for Midnight Radio on Spotify, you'll get the HD version. You'll have better video and crystal clear audio the way I hear it. You'll be able to hear what everybody says. Again, yes, there is a transcript after after the show. Then you'll be able to hear everything, or you can go to Spotify and subscribe. So there you go, Liz. That is the answer to your question. All right. Sponsored by Spotify. 
Subscribe to Spotify. You want to find the link, go to my about page on YouTube and, uh, shameless plug. It's true though. The audio is a hundred percent better on there because I use the direct audio file, not the transmitting thing. All right. So I want to ask it. Um, okay. Sorry. No, you go first because I'm, I want to let you go. Cause I have another phone call. So okay, I I I just wanted to ask the person that said that they had heard all of this already. Why aren't any content creators then making a show that says, "Hey, these girls were involved in possible I don't know provocative behavior on the internet?" Is it? Don't you think that it possibly could be because? they are afraid to say anything bad about these victims. And I even kind of feel bad about saying that specifically, but I haven't heard it. I've only, I've seen it in comment sections, but I've never seen anyone do a show specifically about that. No, the only video that I have actually seen is which was supposed to have been um, DM. But it wasn't actually her dancing around that pole. None of us actually know. Are you tired, people? Tired? Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to call call anyone out. I just... Oh, no. I'm just saying what I've seen. I have actually... I don't know if anybody's no sit you down. I don't know if anybody else has seen the video that was apparently meant to have been her dancing around the pole. Apparently, there's some strip club in um, Moscow, and apparently, it was no. it's meant to have been run by these whoever that also no, do with the demons. Okay. I in one one two two. That is it's cool. I really want to hear, I want to not talk over everyone and I want to get off the phone because it's this person is obvious. I've been on here for too long. Thank you so very much for taking my call. And Laura, it's been well, wonderful it really talking to you. It doesn't matter what she's got to say. see what other people have to say. It's none of our business. We just have to ignore it. Yeah, she's just a crop duster and she's disappearing into the night, never to be seen again at Midnight Radio. Because oh, that's what happens fans. when you don't follow the rules and you're rude. It's zero toleration. And uh, I really appreciate well, I'm it. I'm going to run my only thing. All right, I'm hitting mute so I can talk now. Thank you, Susan, for calling. We appreciate it. You're uh, always, almost always welcome to call. I do love talking to you and see how you're doing every now and then. Thank you very much. Okay. Goodbye. Good night. Bye, Larry. That's Susan. Hi, Susan. Bye, Jerry. Bye, Susan. All right. Now, when Susan was on, we had a different phone call. There it is. Okay. Uh, Robbie O'Neill saying, damn it, I like it when Susan calls. I like Susan, I do. Yeah, she needs to call more oh. often. That's the first she's called in ages. Yeah. Do you like Susan? so there's somebody that called and i normally don't do this but by golly i'm gonna do it jerry is 
what I'm going to do is somebody called and they missed twice because Susan was, we were talking to Susan. And guys, yeah, please be respectful to everybody on panel, and that includes people that call. And we're not going to be rude to you. We go over wild ass speculations, wild ass theories. Expect everybody to to not be rude. If you're rude, you're gone. I'm not going to think about you again. All right, we're going to talk to a man now. I'm bring him in, Louis Pierre. My little bambini wants to go to bed, don't you? Hello, is this Lewis? That's ringing. If we just get his voicemail has been forwarded to an auto all right lewis you're about to win a hat but you know what i'm gonna call you back twice because you called me twice maybe keith borrowed his friend's phone i don't know hello is this lewis this is a midnight caller line. This is Jerry Adams speaking to you. I'm giving away free hats today. If I hear somebody on the line, you may be the winner of a hat. Going in five. The next winner might be you. Five, four, three, two, one. Thank you very much. All right. Can you hear me, Lewis? Oh, well, Lewis, if you're watching, call me back. I, I know why we didn't hear you. All right, we still have Laura on the line. I see her face froze, or she's being really still at the time. I don't know. Attention, go watch Bombshells, MOS. Thank you very much. I don't know what you're talking about, but if you don't like the show, you can definitely do anything you want to. And we got none of us will be appearing in court except maybe Susan. We got T.D. McCoy. Oh, Laura bounced, and here it's just me now. Well, here, if it's just me again. Let me finish the rest of the news today. You see my face. Oh, can you see my face? All right, I'm back. Let me, I, uh, Laura, didn't, you weren't dropped. I was just trying to, I was talking on the phone. And it didn't, that didn't work out either. That's all right. Um, let me go ahead and finish these stories I have today. We'll do that. The last place we were at was right there. Check it out. All right. We've got Johnny. Let's see. The Gen X radio show with um, DJ Johnny Vincent coming on in about 30 minutes on MidnightRad.io. It's a music radio station. We do things that regular radio cannot do, and we do it every day, and we do it all night long on MidnightRad.io. Check it out. We can say what we want, do what we want. We got five DJs rocking 24-7. So the, we're talking about John Forsythe, the missing Missouri doctor. And uh, he had been, his brother said that he had been kidnapped before. 
and he might be in bigger danger. His body was found on Tuesday by a kayaker in Arkansas Lake, about an hour south of where he was last seen in Missouri, with what appeared to be a gunshot wound, the Benton County Sheriff's Office said in a release. He was seen with a gunshot. James Smith told the Post that the 49-year-old's body was found in the area of Beaver Lake. Officials have not shared the location or wound or whether they believe Forsyth's death was a suicide. Forsyth was first reported missing on May 21st after he failed to show up for his shift at Mercy Hospital, something that was out of character for the father of seven. His brother, Richard Forsyth, said the family had been gathered together eating dinner Tuesday night when a state police officer came to the door to share the tragic news. We're devastated, noting he did not think the cause of death was suicide. There's no way he killed himself, he said. Many times he mentioned he might be in danger. His body was found by a kayaker. We went over that. According to the grieving brother, Forsyth was mysteriously kidnapped and released February 2020. It was cold. He was zip-tied. He was made to feel very unsafe and taken on a car ride with some people to a bridge, and he was threatened. I wonder why. Maybe we'll continue to follow the story. I wonder if it has anything to do with the next wife or her new husband. Father of seven killed during daughter's graduation party after argument. Tobias, he was a father of seven, shot and killed at his daughter's graduation party at a Southeast Houston Holy sh- alert, America. Nichols. China's 100-year war to defeat the U.S. is closer than ever. This is no home. That's right. His accused killer is charged with murder and out on bond tonight. KPRC2 Corley Peel sat down today with Tobias' wife and daughter. I spoke with Adam Tobias' family here in this park where they say he spent a lot of quality time. As you can imagine, they are heartbroken and now they want justice. Graduating high school is a day Destiny Tobias will never forget. Anthony Bovia. Everybody was happy. Everybody was having a good time. The after party, just as special. This is one of the last videos Tobias has with her proud father, Adam Tobias, dancing and smiling. Moments before, police say her mother's estranged boyfriend, Philip Arning, opened fire, killing Tobias. I came running downstairs. I heard my mom screaming. I thought he hit her. And as I'm going down the stairs, he grabs me and says, oh, there's nothing to worry about downstairs. And as I reached downstairs, I didn't see my dad. I seen his foot hanging out the door. And I run to him. And I'm crying and begging and saying, like, it's not real. Like, he's going to come back. And that it's all going to be okay. And I could not leave his body. Destiny Tobias says her father and Arning got into an argument before the shooting. Adam Tobias wanted more time with his daughter, but she says Arning wanted people to leave. He was telling everybody what to do, like to shut down the party. And he didn't put one pin in it and he wasn't supposed to be there. Destiny Tobias' stepmother, Neftali Perez, rushed over after getting the horrific call about her husband. I wanted to help him. I wanted to be able to save him. He was already caught. Police arrested Arning, charging him with murder, but he quickly bonded out. It makes me angry that he gets to go home and be with his parents and his family and my kids and his daughter and our family are are left without our loved one. Destiny says her dad was loving, kind, and always made her laugh. 
their favorite saying now tattooed on her body. You know it's always going to be us two versus the world. The memories of her graduation may haunt her forever, but she will keep making her dad proud. Since Philip Arning has bonded out, I reached out to his private attorney for comment, but I have not heard back. Adam Tobias's family is holding a fundraiser for him this weekend, and we have all this information on our website at click2houston.com. Corley Peel, KPRC, 2 News. Here is a crazy story. Tara Reid, who accused Joe Biden of sexual assault, is defecting to Russia. Remember this? Remember Joe Biden, who is any little girl that came on stage, he would sniff them, and it was very awkward and weird, and there's a lot of videos of that, and it's creepy that our president is a pedophile. Remember that? Tara Reid, a former Senate staffer who in 2020 accused Joe Biden of sexual assault, has said she has defected to Russia. What the hell? I'm still kind of in a daze a bit, but I feel very good. Retail Sputnik, which is a foreign newspaper, a Russian press outlet, if you will. And it must be noted that they put that it's supportive of Vladimir Putin. Anyway, I feel very surrounded by protection and safety, Reid said on Tuesday. She's now 59. Reid was a staffer for Joe Biden when he was a U.S. senator from Delaware, and that was before he had the hair plugs. In 2020, as Biden ran for the Democratic presidential nomination i really don't have anything about biden he's really a pioneer he's the first american to fall up the damn stairs of an airplane she claimed that in 1993 in a senate corridor he pushed her against the wall and assaulted her biden repeatedly denied the accusation at her press appearance in russia reed was described as a writer and publicist and former aide to joe biden you know she did come out with that book right when he was running for president sitting next to to read um are just really butina reed said i just really so appreciate maria and everyone has been giving me protection at a time when it's been very difficult to know if i'm safe or not i just don't want to walk home and walk into a cage or be killed which is basically my two choices really like we have a like we have some kind of nazi suppressive government that if there's any opposition they gel you and no surely not is that what you're saying I just don't want to walk home and walk into a cage or be killed, which is basically my two choices. This is what Reed said. Basically, she recently considered testifying before U.S. House of Representatives seeking to use committees to attack Biden and his family. And again, uh, no no political sway in this uh, article, right? The decision to defect to Russia was very difficult. I'm not an impulsive person. I really take my time and sort of of analyzed data points and from what i could see based on the cases and based on what was happening is sort of the push for them to not want me to testify i felt that while in 2024 election is gearing up there's so much at stake i'm almost better off and just being safe i'm i'm better off being here in russia and just being safe my dream is to live in both places but it may be that i don't live in this place and that's okay i remember when she originally came with the story that joe biden sexually assaulted her you know in the corridor there with his finger um and then they're interviewing him about this as his running and they asked him joe do you even remember this lady and he's like no i honestly don't ladies and gentlemen i'm standing here right in front of you my fellow americans and i can say i believe joe biden he did not remember her 
Check this out. Did you guys hear about this? And I know there's an update. Manson family member Leslie Van Houten gets parole reinstated by board after Newsom blocked it. Judge says he has shown, she has shown extraordinary rehabilitative efforts, insight, and remorse. You remember this from the swing in the 60s? In a split ruling, a state appeals court reinstated a grant of parole for former Charles Manson follower Leslie Van Houten, overturning an earlier decision, there she was those many years ago, by Governor Newsom to block a release. Tuesday's decision did not um, automatically mean that Van Houten will be released. The state could not appeal. The state could still appeal the ruling to the California Supreme Court. Neither the governor's office nor the state attorney's office immediately returned a message for comment. She's serving a life potential life prison sentence for taking part in the killings of Leo and Rosemary LaBianca in their Las Fies home more than 50 years ago. She's an old lady now in her 70s. She committed this so long ago. Do you think that she should be paroled after 50 years? You know, she did it. She damn sure isn't going to do it again. The Manson's killing shook L.A. and defined a generation. The story of the Manson family has inspired countless shows and films, including most recently Quentin Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Victoria Pedretti played a character called Lulu in the film, a moniker which in real life was one of Van Houten's nicknames. Her story continues here. Let's see what people are saying in the chat room. I remember the horrific Tate LaBianca murders. I will never understand why when the death penalty was outlawed, those previously sentenced to death were automatically given life with possibility of parole should have been life with no possibility of parole. That would have made more sense. All right. Um, Sharon Tate's sister. Right here. Put out a letter about it. Let's see if I have it. Do I have the, you know, basically condemning the thought of her ever being able to see the fresh blue sky or be able to breathe in the air. She talked about how it made her sick after what was done to Sharon Tate. But the slangs came the day after the one that Van Houten, when Van Houten was 19, when she and other cult members stabbed the LaBiancas to death in 1969, she said they carved up uh, Leno, LaBianca's body, and smeared the couple's blood on the walls, and they wrote pigs on there. The slings came the day after Manson followers, not including Van Houten, killed pregnant actress Sharon Tate and four others in violence that spread fear across L.A. and captivated the nation. Maryland police to make arrests and beating death of dad after school yard fight. We reported on this. I'm not going to play because I don't want to watch any more of their ads. Police secured arrest warrants for the angry mob accused of beating a doting Maryland dad to death while he protected his kids from bullies over a $30 dispute. The second source told the news outlet the sucks. The suspects could be charged sometime this week. The warrant stemmed from the brutal melee on Friday, May the 19th, when Christopher Wright, 43, suffered brain damage after three teenagers and two adults confronted his 14-year-old son at their Brooklyn Park, Maryland home. To continue a schoolyard fight, he was rushed to the hospital, and he died the next day. Wright's fiance Tracy, 
told 11 News that the attackers turned their attention on Riot after he refused to let them fight the boy. The group told Riot that if the boy would not fight, they would fight him instead. Footage of the fatal fight reportedly shows Riot fending off the suspects before they throw him into the ground and pummel him. First responders tried to save him on the scene, but it was too late. Just looking at the damage, this is what his fiance said, it wasn't just punches that did that. There was no way that punching did that. That damage was done before the ambulance ever took him away. He had a seizure. It was done. There was nothing the hospital could do. A neighbor told local news that they heard one of Wright's other sons yelling, Daddy, while the suspects took off. The little kid's scream is a scream you'll never forget, the resident said. It was ear-piercing. His scream was, it was awful. Police listed the suspects as three to four white males in their mid-twenties to thirties in age. They're arrested. I'd like to thank you all for tuning in today as I see the numbers going because we're not talking about Idaho 4. But I want you to know you are going to want to subscribe and you're going to want to hit that bell because on Monday we have Enon Harsh, the Enon Harsh dating game where three lucky contestants will have the chance to date, to date, not deet. I don't know what deeting is. I've never done it myself. I don't know if I try it. They'll have the chance to date Enon Harsh, three lucky contestants with a fourth one from the audience so that could be you ladies if you're interested in asking you know the harsh questions or perhaps dating the man tune in monday 6 p.m central standard time we're gonna have you know some advertisements for it on our main page and also if you look at the lives i'll have a live thumbnail for it on monday 6 p.m wednesday i don't know if you know about murder maps the man that the professor that took it upon himself to take all the serial murders in the United States, categorize it, put it into a map that constantly updates for police officers to find serial killers. We're going to have that professor here on Wednesday on Midnight Radio. More information about that coming up. Thank you for tuning in, Fruit Loops. If you like this show and you'd like to help us out, you'd like to continue, you'd like to see it continue to be on the air. If a donation of $20 or more will make you an executive producer for the next show that we have. Anything under $20 will make you a producer. Oh, somebody's asking. Stick juggling? Oh, there will be much stick juggling. There will be much. Monday, 6 p.m. You're going to want to check it out. So if you haven't, go ahead and subscribe. Hit that bell. Have a lot of information coming on is he gonna juggle his stick for you i don't know you'll have to ask him that all right thank you until next time good night god bless all my best